three in the third quarter to take a four-point lead into the fourth quarter, and this game was back and forth, both teams having leads throughout that fourth quarter, only to have the Pioneers prevail, hitting the crutch, clutch free throws down the stretch to win 64-62. Kurt Messing had four. Palmer with 13 for the Eagles. Binder with seven. Roski with 14. Merriman with 16 to lead the way, including a three-pointer. Wagaster with two, and Gary Messing pitched in two. In uh, For the Pioneers, Ferda had four, including a three-pointer. Wermlinger had 22 points, two threes, three twos, 10 for 11 from the free throw line. Wood had 10, Bombard had one, Rankin with six, Nowotny with seven, Hastings with 12 points on the inside, and Stainso with two points, three threes, 19 twos, 17 of 24 for the Pioneers. Very good from the free throw line. The Eagles, meanwhile, were 15 of 18 from the free throw line against the Pioneers. And we had a chance this morning to talk to Coach Bill Thayer. We're talking to uh, Bill Thayer for the Deckerville Eagles. Coach, a uh, real tough game, uh, kind of sloppy in the first half, but a pretty good second half for both teams last night. Yeah, it was. The uh, uh, first half was kind of sloppy. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of pressure. Uh, there was a lot of full-court pressure applied. And, and, uh, you know, sometimes it makes the game a bit ragged, and that's uh, what happened. Got kind of ragged. And, uh, we had 13 turnovers in the first half, and uh, that's not like us to do that. The uh, three players in double figures for the Eagles—something uh, you've been looking for—and and the point total wasn't that bad. A uh, couple uh, funny plays at the, towards the end, and Cross uh, Lex uh, hit some key free throws and kind of put the game away. Yeah, yeah, it. Uh, it was unfortunate. Uh, it was a tight ball game, pretty much uh, back and forth most of the way. And at the end, we had our chances, you know. And you know, the one ball, uh, I guess, with around 15 seconds, we had the ball set up the play. And, yeah, uh, just an unfortunate one of those ones off the foot and out of bounds, and, and uh, not not typical of the person it happened to, you know. And then a then a, uh, a free throw that we tried to miss that. Uh, couldn't have threw it uh, too much harder at it and <laughs> went right down. So that's the way the ball bounces for you sometimes. Well, basketball is a funny game, Bill. And, you know, you got to laugh at some of the things that do happen, even though uh, Ryan felt bad about making the free throw instead of missing it, so he had a chance to make the basket. Uh, if you look at that videotape, you'll see how hard he tried to miss that one. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, there's no doubt that... Uh, that uh, you know, he, he tried real hard. He put it way behind his head and, and uh, wanted to make sure he got the rim with it. And, uh, yeah, it just couldn't have been more of a perfect slam through the hole. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that's the way she happened. I've had that happen twice now in my career, trying to have somebody really miss one like that and, uh, and uh, put it in. <laughs> well, I watched TV5 last night, and they had that last-second shot from Richard on there and played it twice. Yeah, I seen that, and then I thought about that, and I says, "Well, there's one that there's one that went in that shouldn't." And last night we <laughs> we wanted it to bounce our way, and it didn't. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the way it goes. I okay. see when they were shooting the free throws, uh, they knew about that shot. They put a, they didn't have anyone else in the lane, and finally put someone right next to Richard so he couldn't get the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they uh, they definitely were going to let him get his hands on it. Uh, there was no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, they've seen, seen what happened last time.
Coach, uh, we wiped the slate clean now. We're 0-0 zero zero for the season, and uh, starting the second season, a chance for the young men to uh, uh, do something and, and make a, a, you know, a real point of uh, how good of season they have had. They've been up and down all year. Monday night, the Eagles take on Mayville Wildcat team that is much improved from when they played them earlier in the year. Yeah, the uh, the kids were uh, real positive last night in the locker room after the ball game. They were sure they were disappointed to lose a close one like this, but uh, they uh, they were real positive about uh, about the upcoming tournament and uh, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, that was nice to see that nobody hung their heads and and uh, actually they were uh, quite uh, enthused about the upcoming tournament. Coach, this is a Mayville team that is uh, has got one of the premier players in the thumb right now. He's only a sophomore, but this young man can light the scoreboard up. You're going to have to play that same uh, uh, type of uh, smothering defense you did the first time around. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt Kitchen's a, an outstanding ball player, and uh, if, you let him, uh, if you let him get it going uh, and let him handle the ball a lot, that uh, he can definitely hurt you. And then, uh, you know, the first time around, we... Uh, we did a pretty good job of denying the ball, and when he did have the ball, uh, yeah, it was quite difficult for him to get it off, and, and he got quite tired by uh, being chased all night. Well, you pounded the ball inside that first time around with him, and uh, uh, your big men had pretty good days. And uh, I remember uh, Kurt Messing playing a lot of defense on uh, uh, Kitchen and, and doing a pretty good job. Uh, you pretty much uh, have to go with that same kind of game plan if you want to uh, have a good night. Yeah, yeah. There's not going to be a lot, uh, a lot uh, uh, different on that. In fact, I think uh, uh, that was uh, that was Kurt's uh, uh, second ball game uh, after the football injury, and uh, you know he was really hungry and uh, just did an outstanding job that night on on, on that. Coach. Uh, Congratulations on your season, uh, 11 and 9. I know that doesn't look uh, like much on paper, but the young men uh, had a lot of fun during the year, played hard, and uh, I think you got uh, pretty much 100% most of the time from everyone. Yeah, uh, you know, we look back at it, and it surely, surely wasn't what we were looking for when we started. Uh, we had our ups and downs for one reason or another, and, you know, teams go through that. And, and the, the kids kind of, you know, they... Uh, they fought through all that adversity, adversity, and never really got down. Never got on each other. That's the thing that I that I really appreciate about this group of kids. And uh, um, you know, they played hard, and, and, and last night was a test of that. And they all played hard last night. That's what we're looking for. Well, one thing when you look at a district, uh, I know that everyone's going to say Brown City is the team that's favored in this district. But I think you got to throw records out. Brown City coach Tony Burton knows that, and he's going to be looking to get by Memphis before he worries about anyone else on Tuesday night. No doubt, no doubt. A uh, breath of fresh air for any team, uh, knowing that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole new season. It's like starting all over again. Uh, yeah, a lot of things can happen. You know, they, they, they talk about March Madness, you know, and that's definitely what it is. Uh, uh, you, you really got to look out because uh, teams are, teams are going to play a lot differently than what they did uh, in the regular season. They say a picture is worth a thousand. Wednesday, Thursday, and then the finals on Saturday. And this first matchup involves the Mayville Wildcats and the Deckerville Eagles. And the Eagles traveled to Mayville a lot earlier in the season and came away with an 83-62 win. It doesn't mean a thing now.
because this Mayville Wildcat team has really played a lot better lately, John. Not only have they played much, much stronger lately, but what you also see is you see a team that maybe is playing in a little bit stronger division. So consequently, game in and game out, night in and night out, they're playing better competition. Right, you look at what's happened to them in the last uh, few weeks, and, and they've had games, uh, actually they won four out of their last five, John. They uh, won 85-59 against the uh, Bay City All Saints team, where uh, the young man, uh, Matt Kitchen, had 15 three-pointers, set a new state record. That's an incredible amount, and he's only a sophomore, North, so you know he's just going to get nothing but better. Then they won 65-63, 66-63, and then uh, lost a couple in a row to end the season, uh, losing 75-58 uh, and 64-36. Their only downfall might be their defense, John. They're giving up a lot of points, 67.5 uh, uh, overall. Well, I've, I've talked with a number of the people at Mayville. Their feeling is, is that because of their lack of size, that they really don't match up well with people, and they could have problems matching up with Deckerville tonight because Deckerville is very, very big inside. Couple big keys to this one. Uh, they've got to stop Kitchen or hold them down to 15 to 20, I would say, and pound the ball inside and uh, force those matchups uh, in their favor. I think you're exactly right, and somebody has to, to come up big to stop Kitchen. Double team him, do whatever you have to, get the ball out of his hand if you're uh, the Jacksonville Eagles. And if you're the Mabel Wildcats, you want to set enough picks that you can spot him up so he can get loose with that three point shot, which is deadly. Well, you're listening to WTGB-FM on your dial, 97.7, District Basketball, Mayville against Deckerville. We'll be right back. What's going on activity-wise uh, tonight in district play as most of the districts get underway, and in fact, they all do. Class D effect, that game is underway and uh, moving right along right now. I didn't catch a score. Did you, John, on yeah. the end? on the way over, it was tech up by four, and I think the, four, the third quarter was just ending. Very, very close contest. In Class D at Owen Gage, Akron Fairgrove is playing Caseville, and that's probably almost over. And Kidney North here goes up against Owen Gage in the late game there at Ubley. Lakers against Ubley. And uh, at Reese, Carlton at Reese, and uh, what a matchup that is, John. Yeah, I'm not certain as I'm Reese, I'm really happy about that matchup. But if they get by Carlton, that's the good thing. If they get by them, boy, it could be very, very easy to get to the finals. And that home court advantage, we'll see how much it's worth to the Reese Rockets. Meanwhile, in Class B at Bad Axe, Frankenmuth's playing North Branch in the first game there. Bad Axe up against Carroll in the nightcap, and that, uh, that tournament is a toss-up, John. It really is. I'm, I'm looking at North Branch. They just knocked up a very strong Saginaw Valley, excuse me, Swan Valley team. So they could be a, a major factor in the tournament. Class B at St. Clair. St. Clair goes up against Yale uh, in that one, and that's a pretty good tournament, too. St. Clair got a great draw, John. An outstanding draw. They uh, hit their feet well against a very inexperienced and uh, not a very talented Yale team, and they should be able to move on from there. Armada's playing the first game at the Class B at Italy City, and Fort here Northern, the nightcap at Class A at Chippewa Valley. We'll be right back with the starting lineups here from Deckerville after these messages. Surprise is that there's so many people that showed up for this one that Deckerville really has a great crowd and quite a few here from Mayville. I know we aren't going to fill the place up, but uh, with the way the weather is tonight, it's really a surprise. Well, it's a athletic director's dream that you can fill the crowd like with this type of a crowd on a, tonight's night. You're right. It's very, very nasty out. And the opening tip goes to the Eagles. Richard Merriman picks it up in the backcourt. He'll bring it uh, across the timeline, hand it over to Binder into the corner. Holding it high on the air is Roski as they look to have found it inside. 
It goes into Merriman. Merriman goes to the basket, up off the rear basket, and pounds it in. And right away, the uh, fouls are going to mount up, John. Uh, that's exactly what you have to do. What you have to do pound it inside. Merriman off to a very quick start. He makes the basket and he's fouled, and that foul's going to be on Graves, his first personal. Graves is the key to this uh, team. Uh, he's probably the third leading scorer as Merriman sets up the line and hits it uh, for a three-point Deckerville lead. They come with some full-court pressure. They're going to put a lot of pressure on the young kitchen whenever he has the basketball. They have Kurt Messing out on him. Ooh, and Kurt's going to get a foul right away as he tried to deny that ball. I don't think he wanted to deny, but just play heads up, John. Well, that's a, a, an awfully long way for Kitchen to be setting up, but from what I understand, he can drill him from out that far. Well, Kurt did a great job on him the first time around. Uh, just held him to almost nothing. Justin Trohill was one of the defensive forwards in that one, too. But Trohill is out for the rest of the year with that broken wrist. Here comes Kitchen. A little short jump shot. It's no good. Rebound inside. Merriman. Eagles basketball leading three to nothing. Kurt Messing down to Palmer. Palmer on the baseline trying to get away. He's double teamed. Gets it out court and throws it away. Tried to get it outside to Finder, uh, and he threw it off his hands out of bounds. You can definitely see what Mabel is trying to do, is they're setting two, possibly three picks every time down just to make sure that Kitchen has one look, one touch of the basketball. They run their offense all around him as they set up outside that uh, zone. Deckerville's playing a 1-2-2 two, two zone right now, or 3-2, and uh, they don't really have anyone inside to bother Merriman. They just hold the ball outside looking for some room. Comes over on the right wing uh, to uh, Buell. Buell goes baseline. He's picked up by Binder. Goes out court. Almost taken away. It was. Ooh, Palmer almost got a steal, but he's going to get the foul instead as he tried to take the ball away from Graves. Yeah, that's a foul on uh, Palmer. His first personal. The second team foul. Uh, I think what Dickerville is doing is they're running a box and run right now against this uh, particular major lineup. Well, it's not a bad idea. They can keep the ball out of his hands as much as possible. In the corner, it comes to Patterson. Patterson out court to Buell. Buell holds it up. Gets it back to Patterson in the corner. Here comes uh, Kitchen around a pick trying to get away, and he can't do it. Finally back to Draves. Draves in the corner. Long shot taken there. It's all net. Three-pointer there for Buell, and he can hit the three, too. He's hit a lot of them this year. Quickly back the other way, Palmer goes baseline and draws the foul as they grab the hold of him trying to go inside. You can also see that Deckerville's definitely looking for that long pass on the inbound. And that time they found Palmer on baseline and he's fouled. Going to call that foul on Drake, his second north. That's very, very costly for Mayville. Buell has about 24 threes for the year, but there's a three from the corner. Richard Merriman, you wouldn't believe it, but he makes a lot of three-pointers as all year long. Across the timeline. Dumped into the corner on the baseline goes Seeger. Seeger takes the shot, no good. Palmer with a rebound. 6-3 Deckerville, they have the basketball. Across the line it comes. Again, Richard Merriman in the corner for three. No good. Knocked out of bounds. It's going to be Deckerville's basketball as it was last touch on the baseline by Patterson. A lot of contact inside. Uh, neither official willing to call that. They thought it was incidental contact. Deckerville basketball under the basket. Out of bounds. Looking to get it inside. They go cross-court all the way out to Kurt Messing. He comes back in the corner to Palmer. Palmer goes baseline. All alone up and misses a puppy. Yep, up no good. We're going to have a foul inside. I think it's going to go against Deckerville. As, uh, one of the Eagles, might have been Merriman, went over the back. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was Merriman. It's first personal. And only the, uh, well, it's the 13th foul against the Deckerville Eagles here early in the first quarter. Well, you can 
blame that one on Palmer because he should have not missed that shot, and he is tight right now, and you can tell it, John. He had a great move on the baseline. Here we go out court. Buell looking for the three. Can't get it. Goes cross court to Draves. He penetrates. Shot. Yes. Draves inside. Hits. And this team averages uh, almost 60 points a game, too. So they do put a lot of points on the board. Roski holds it high in the air. He's going to have to get rid of it. He finally puts it to the floor and gets it over to Binder. He'll shoot the three-pointer in and out. No good. Rebound into the corner. Picked up by Buell. Buell will bring it ahead to Graves across the timeline for Mayville. They trail 6-5. Five minutes left here in this first quarter. Baseline. Little move there. Popped out course to Buell. He takes the outside shot. No. Rebound Roski. Roski on the run for the Eagles across the timeline. Top of the circle. Looking inside. Finds Binder instead outside. Binder looking to do something inside too. Can't get it to anyone. Gives it to Messi, Messi slips, and a little soft spot out on the floor, and he slipped and drew a travel on that one. Well, actually, I think he traveled initially as he caught the ball, dropped it, which is a fumble. I don't know if you have the dribble again, so uh, the official made up on that one. It's a 6-5 Deckerville lead. Well, some officials call a uh, drop ball a, you know, a dribble, and some don't. There's a travel at the other end as Graves didn't put the ball to the floor quick enough, and they're being consistent with the call. Because <laughs> both teams with travels right away. Well, it's interesting here that uh, Coach Kitchen is going to be draining the lineup. He's got two fouls. He handles the ball and he's down inside cupping Palmer. Merriman off the glass. No. Merriman with his own rebound. No. Merriman gets the rebound again. It's knocked out of bounds. It'll be Deckerville's basketball after it was tipped away. And he's controlling the boards. He's been an inside force already for Deckerville. Well, the man that's covering him was only about 160 pounds. And I don't know that he can hold out Richard Merriman all night long. Frost comes to Messing. He goes out court to Rossi. He's got Merriman inside. Doesn't give it to him. Finally does. Merriman looks. Can't get away, though. As he goes back out to Rossi. Rossi gets away. We're going to have a foul as fighting through the pick was Graves, I think. And uh, he just, uh, 34, I think he said, though. And so it's going yeah, to be he's going to get that, that foul. I believe North's going to go to Patterson. His first personal. 13 foul against Mayville. Both teams with three team fouls now in the early going. 4-13 on the clock, 6-5 Deckerville. Binder, he's open out court, takes the three-pointer, it's good. 9-5 Deckerville, a couple threes, and Richard Merriman with an inside basket and a free throw. Across the timeline comes Graves. Graves on the right wing to Kitchen. He pulls up, tries to get the shot off, doesn't. Gives it on the baseline, shot taken there, no good by Patterson. Rebound, Deckerville Binder. He'll give it over to Messing, who will trot across the timeline. Comes inside to Palmer. Palmer goes up on the shot. No, Palmer gets the rebound, and he's fouled on the rebound, and this is going to go against Joel Seeger. As important as Matt Kitchen is, I think that Joel Seeger maybe is as, almost as important as, as Matt Kitchen. He's their only legitimate big man inside. And I mean big because he's tall. He's about 6'4", but he sure isn't very wide. 6'4", and... Uh, the only senior on this lineup. Messing over to Roski after the inbound play. Get it to the Palmer. Palmer trying to get that first point. Over to Binder. He shoots another three-pointer. No. Rebound does come off to Graves. Graves on the run. Ahead to Kitchen. Kitchen's pressured right away. They aren't going to let him shoot. At least not uncontested. Baseline turnaround shot. No good by Seeger. Rebound out court. Picked up by Messing. So the Eagles control the boards at both ends. 
as Betting trots across the timeline. Looks for some help, gets it over to Roski. Roski has Palmer, gets a pick instead, gets a pick and a roll. Roski doesn't see him in time, does get it back to Palmer in the corner. Palmer will take it inside to Merriman. Merriman trying to get away, he does. Takes it to the basket, and they're going to call what? An offensive foul, John? Uh, he, he, I don't know that he hooked him, but it sure looked like he did. As he, he had those little wings spread, and they call a hook. That's his second personal foul, Richard Merriman. Well, they're going to bring in the other big man for the Eagles, uh, Mike Wolf, and they need some good minutes out of him right now with Merriman with his second foul. Across the timeline, top of the circle, over to Kitchen. Kitchen with messing on him, trying to get away. He does for a second, but he got a lot of help. Comes over to Draves, his shot. No, he doesn't take it. Pops it back in the corner to Draves. Draves gets his own loose ball, puts it up, and it's good. Now, that was Seeger that time, as Draves gave the Seeger 30-20. to 20. And now it's nine to seven. Messing over to Roski. Man to man right now. Palmer on the inside. Palmer tries to penetrate. Has it knocked away. Loose ball picked up. Out to Roski. Roski will penetrate. Up off the glass. No. Another layup missed by Deckerville. That's three or four already. Pressure in the backcourt from Palmer, but Graves has little trouble bringing it across the timeline to Buell. Kitchen has yet to take a shot in this one. Pass comes cross court to Patterson. He tries to penetrate and runs into an eagle, and I think he gets the foul. I think he was bailed out that time. As they called the foul on Binder. They said that he was moving. I'm not sure exactly where he was moving to. It definitely was uh, uh, an errant move on the part of Patterson, but Binder's first personal 15 foul on Deckerville. Out of bounds. Mayville underneath their own basket. Trailing 9-7 to seven right now. Comes into the corner uh, to Patterson. Patterson to Kitchen. He can't get away. Has it knocked away out of bounds. It'll still be their basketball, but he is being frustrated right now, frustrated by the defensive play of Kurt Messing. I think if there's a problem that could happen to uh, Kitchen, it could be quickness, and I think Deckerville has it at the guard position. Gets another pick, but Messing fights right through it. His pass comes inside. Seeger on the baseline, all the way up and in. Seeger just too much for Wolf as Wolf lets him have the baseline. He got away from Wolf. He wouldn't have done that to Richard Merriman. Messing across the timeline. Goes to right wing to Binder to Palmer on the baseline. Into Binder. Binder has it taken away, but Kitchen was out of bounds when he sold that basketball. Nine nines to score. 127 on the first uh, quarter clock. Out of bounds, Deckerville. Pass comes inside. Wolf on the shot. It's no good. Tip up, no good. Rebound in the corner. Off Messing. Nope, they're going to say it's off. Uh, yes, it is off Messing. It'll be to the Mayville Wildcats. I think you're right, Nord. I think uh, Ryan Palmer just hasn't found his touch yet. He just seems like maybe he's just a tad nervous. He's missed four or five good shots. Still running that little box of one. Digger's been able to get open a couple times on the baseline. Here's Kitchen all alone, yes. Oh, Betsy made a mistake there. Left him alone, and all of a sudden, Mayville has the three-point lead. He can carry a team. Off the glass, no good. Rebound inside Farmer, and he draws the foul from behind. I think Frank Buell's going to get this one. You're right, that is Buell. That is the uh, 15 foul against Mayville. You know, it doesn't take Kitchen uh, a very not large amount of time to get a shot off, does it, Nord? He's extremely quick on his release. Yes, he is. Here's Palmer getting loose again off the glass. No, but he'll go to the line and shoot this time as he was fouled 
from Thumb Underwriters Insurance in Sandusky salute the area high school teams for their accomplishments in sportsmanship. Before you renew your insurance coverage, contact the Farmers Insurance Group experts at Thumb Underwriters. Farm insurance with insurance for auto, home, farm, business, and life. Just call 648-4142. Thumb Underwriters Insurance, 69 Lexington Street in Sandusky, presenting high school sports coverage on WTGV-FM. Take a break from the doldrums of winter and dine at Liberty Lanes West Park Sandusky. Enjoy Sandlot County's best pizza along with steak, seafood, and many great sandwiches. There's also the Liberty Lanes favorite, the burrito, and daily specials. Now's the time to make your reservations for your special parties and banquets. Call 648-9860. That's 648-9860. Liberty Lanes West Park Sandusky where there's great dining and bowling all the time. 
Oh, the first quarter was uh, Mayville's quarter, John, uh, 15 to 10, and not much of a problem there defensively either. Not at all. As Matt Kitchen ended up with six points, he got a late start, but he does finish in a flurry with six. And leading the scoring for uh, Deckerville was Richard Merriman, as he also tallied six points. And he's on the bench. Noble bringing across man-to-man for this Mayville team. Noble trying to get away. He penetrates, dumps it out to Palmer. Palmer going baseline. He penetrates, takes a little jump shot. It's no good. Rebound inside. Comes off into the hands of Seeger. And he'll give it up, though, to Derry Graves across the timeline as Palmer still looking for that first field goal. Into the corner to Buell. Gives it right back, though. On top it comes to Patterson. Patterson gives it on top to Draves. Draves comes around to the left side. Still trying to get that ball to Kitchen somehow. They do in the corner. Kitchen gets away, trying to get away from Roski. Can't do it. Has to give it up to Patterson. Patterson gives it out court to Draves. Draves comes inside to the free throw line. Penetrates, takes the shot. It's no good. Rebound inside. Loose ball picked up by Noble. Deckerville has it back as they get the defensive rebound after the one shot. Left wing to Roski. Roski trying to penetrate and get open. He does on the free throw line. Misses the shot, though. Rebound, put back. No good. Tip up, no good. Finally comes off the seeker as he cleans off the boards after a couple tips. And Deckerville can't get a basket to go. And if you're watching Joel Seeger, he's noticeably limping. I think he sprained his ankles yesterday in practice. Across the timeline, up they're going to have a loose ball that's knocked out of bounds by Palmer as he hustles out there playing defense on Kitchen. They have Roski on Kitchen now. That's a little more height. They had Noble on him for a couple times down, but uh, you need that height on him to keep him from shooting over someone. As he does get up, extends himself. Seeger with the ball to Kitchen. Kitchen from out court. It's no good. Rebound Seeger. Gets it back to Kitchen. Now he's all alone. Yeah. Three-pointer. Oh, you can't leave him. Can't go to someone else and go for a rebound. When you're playing defense on him, you got to stay with him all the time. And he's uh, so far carrying Mayville with nine points. Pass comes out to Messing. Gary Messing's into the ball game. Out to Noble, his three-pointer no good. Roski comes over the corner. He has it. Roski penetrates, and we're going to have a foul on Kitchen as he reached in when Roski came by him. Only his first foul, and it won't be a, it will be a one-and-one for Deckerville. Oh, they're going to they're say it is one and one here. And uh, what's interesting about Matt Kitchen, Nord, is that when he shoots it, he doesn't follow his shot. He, he's back at that three-point line. They rebound and they put you back out at him. And that's what uh, Deckerville's got to learn is that uh, no matter whether he's shooting or not, you got to stay with him. And that was the defensive ball right there for letting him stand out there waiting for the basketball. Roski makes on the first. 18-11, Mayville with the lead. Deckerville has really gone, I said, the last six minutes in a, in a cold streak. Their baskets are very, very few and far between. And Roski with two free throws. Gets the Eagles back on the board here in this quarter. First points for them. And they trail 18 to 12. Six-point lead. Across the line comes Graves to the left wing, trying to look for some help. Does get it from Seeger and stole away. Merriman across the timeline. He'll pull up at the three-point line, left all alone. Looks for some help. Almost got a foul out of Kitchen there. Palmer, a little jump shot on the baseline. No, gets the rebound. No, and he fouled again. That time, the reason he didn't make it is he was fouled, John. He was, but uh, it, uh, 
He hit a man wide open backside. I think he probably would have uh, been wiser just to give that one up. There was some questioning on that foul right there as one of the Mayville players, number 23, that's uh, Ferre, he believes that uh, he was pushing, he was fouled. But Foray just into the ball game, gets his first foul. Eighth team foul now for Mayville. This is possibly a way that Decker will get back in the basketball game because they're definitely cold from the field. 18-12 and now 13. All three points in this quarter have come from the free throw line. Well, they will wear Kitchen out. Uh, he does get tired towards the end of the game. This second free throw, Roski gets the rebound. Roski up on the shot, yes, for Deckerville, 18-15, as they get the offensive rebound. Pass comes in on the left wing to Graves. He'll bring it down the court for Mayville. Eagles score the last five points. Comes to Seeger. Seeger goes baseline, almost lost it, and he did. He double dribbled. Another turnover for Mayville. as a good defense that time by Palmer. Uh, uh, excellent defense on the, on the job of Palmer, but if Mayville's going to win, Seeger definitely has to score for him, and he uh, he had a, an excellent opportunity that time. Gary Messing, left wing to Roski. Roski looking inside, gets it to Palmer. Palmer all the way, all alone. Oh, he was fouled. He was hammered and no foul, and it goes off him out of bounds. I had a good look at that one, and uh, when he went inside, the guy hit him right on the arm, and it bounced out of bounds. It goes as a turnover against the Eagles. In the backcourt, Dre's trying to get away and does from Binder, but the Binder runs him down and catches up with him. Gets it over to Buell. Buell, we're going to have a blocking foul against one of the uh, Mayville Wildcats. They've been looking for this call all night long, and they finally got it. And that foul, I believe, is going to be on Dre's, and if I'm correct, that's number three. Well, they're going to have to play with uh, part of their bench, I think, before this is over, uh, as uh, Deckerville might have the advantage here. I'm not really sure. Deckerville's kind of depleted without uh, Justin Crowhill, but Young Messing has given him some good minutes off uh, the bench. Roski misses, rebound, comes over in the corner, and it's knocked out of bounds, and I think it's off of Richard or Palmer. Good hustle, though. He almost got the loose ball in the corner. Goes to Mayville. 4.48 on the clock here in the second. 18.15, Mayville. Out of bounds, full court pressure from the Deckerville Eagles. Trying to stop the inbound pass. Good play in the backcourt, but he does get it in to Graves. Graves staying in with three fouls. Over to Kitchen. Gets a pick from Graves, trying to get away. Can't do it, though, as he gets one right back. Binder knocks it away, but Graves runs it down. Gets it over to Kitchen. He was alone for a second. Finally, it was knocked away. Loose ball on the baseline. Seeger, no. Rebound Palmer. Palmer gets it ahead to Roski. Roski fakes, takes it inside, gets it right back out to Palmer. His shot is an air ball, but it's picked up and put in on the baseline by Binder, I think it was. He definitely was Binder. Back that rebound was covered by Binder. He puts it back up and in. 18-17, Mayville with a one-point lead. They've got a scoring drought. Deckerville playing a little better defense. There's a steal by Palmer. Palmer coming all the way. Palmer up and yes. Finally got that third bucket. Final Mayville, they 19-18. We'll be right back. At Tracy's Old Castle Muffler Shop in Marlette, Dan and the staff work each.
Ball comes in down to Buell on the right wing, and Buell is fouled from behind by Gary Messing. That'll put Buell to the free throw line, shooting one and one. They've gone nearly four minutes more without a score, and uh, now they can break into that crowd as stepping the line, we have Buell. Gary Messing made a pretty good play on that, only he got a little too much of Buell, and they called the foul. He's at the line, shooting one and one, misses. Rebound binder. So Deckerville has the ball right back. Gary Messing sets the offense. Top of the circle. Looking for Roski and gets it to Binder instead. Binder looking inside for Merriman. Can't get it to him. To Palmer instead on the free throw line. Palmer all the way up. Takes the shot. It's good. Palmer could have his way in there all night, and he is. Here's the pass coming into the corner to Graves. Graves with Binder on him. Forces him to turn a couple times, trying to get through. There's Palmer with another steal, and he can't run it down in time. Oh, almost got it, but it goes out of bounds. Great try by uh, Ryan Palmer. Now, you had mentioned earlier you weren't sure how well Mabel could sustain uh, as the game goes on. Physically, they're not as strong as Deckerville. That's an obvious, and I think you're probably right. If they take out this pounding, they will not be able to survive the latter part of the game. Pass comes into Graves' baseline. Graves goes all the way, misses the shot. Rebound, Palmer. They don't let him have more than one shot. They haven't cleared the boards hardly at all. Here's Richard Merriman for three from the wing. Yes. Oh, they left him alone again. And Richard Merriman, he's off from the outside. 24-18 Deckerville. Here comes Graves again. Binder on him. Really forcing him to give the ball up over to Buell. Buell, we're going to have another foul. And I think it's going to be a pushing foul against one of the Eagles. I think it's going to be Rosky. You're right, Mortis. He, uh, he extended his arms in a push-off, trying to guard Kitchen, and going to the line will be Dre's. It's amazing, isn't it? The coach Kitchen has left Dre's in here with three fouls. Ball handling must be very, very uh, weak on the, the Mayville team if they only have one ball hander. Well, I don't think they want to force Kitchen to handle the ball. That's what might happen if uh, they made some changes. Free throw by Dre's as good as they finally get a bucket or a point. 24-19, Deckerville. They've gone on a 14-5 run so far in this quarter to take the lead back. They both, here comes Gary Messing, right wing to Roski on the baseline to Palmer. Palmer looking inside, trying to get it to Merriman. Goes outside to Binder instead. His shot is good for three. Oh, he just turned the gun and it was good. 27-20, Deckerville. Across the timeline. Looking for help. It's knocked away. Oh, almost a steal by Roski, and it was off of Kitchen's foot. Oh, no, they're going to say it was off Roski. It was a bang-bang play, uh, and the officials were much closer than I am, but uh, I thought it was off of Kitchen's leg. He was getting a lot of help from Coach... Uh, Bayer and a couple of other coaches there that it was off the other. Here's another timeout for Mayville. They trail 27-20. We'll be right back. At Deckerville Auto Parts. We keep America here, 27-20. Pass comes into Draves. His little short jump shot is no good. Rebound Palmer. High in the air. They block out and get every rebound, it seems like. Comes across to Roski. Roski way across to corner to Merriman for a three. His three no good. Roski with the rebound. Roski looking inside, takes it there himself, and he draws the foul. 
And I think it's going to go against Kitchen. They don't want to see him get in foul trouble, John. You don't see that very often in high school, and I just love that. When you get the basketball, you just get a head and shoulder fake, and you step through. That time, Roski did it, and he drew some contact. He'll go to the line where he's a very efficient foul shooter. And he does a good job of that step through. He, he, that's one of his best moves. And he does have a little bit of size to go along with it as he misses the first as it hits the back of the rim and comes off. Well, I changed him. He's just too well <laughs> They've been shooting real good from the free throw line the last two or three games. They had a good night last Friday night as he makes the second. 28-20, Deckerville. Full court pressure, Deckerville. Minders giving fits to Draves as Draves has to work to get that ball across the timeline and finally does. Top of the circle, Blinder still up on him. It's stolen by Palmer. Palmer going to go all the way and up and in. 30 to 20 as the Eagles and their defense have caused several turnovers here in this second quarter. That's five. Still coming with that full court. Blinder on Graves trying to get away. Graves finally does. Takes the shot and no good. Rebound Seeger. Seeger has it knocked away. Loose ball Merriman. He has Rosky. Rosky saves it on the baseline. I don't know how he did. Comes back, takes the shot, draws the foul. Oh, they're going to call it on the floor. It doesn't matter. It'll be two shots anyway as Buell gets the foul. Uh, the Mesa people thought that Rossi was out of bounds. I couldn't see it from where I'm at. <laughs> very, very I close. don't think he was. I was right here, and it didn't look like he stepped out. But that, there again is Rossi. He's just a little pump fake. The defender leaves his feet, draws contact, and he's up the line again. So we'll shoot two here for Rossi again. Eagles leading 30 to 20 as they've dominated here in this second quarter. And the first free throw is rolls around and falls in. Here comes Wagaster into the game. Merriman goes out. He has two fouls. That's a good move right there. If they can survive this quarter with him on the bench the last minute and 26, Binder goes out too. I believe he has a couple, doesn't he? Yeah, Binder's got two. I'll tell you, Binder's played, no, actually only has one, but he's played very, very well today. Uh, his outside shot is falling tonight. Who are they going to put on Kitchen now? They still have Roski out there. Roski hits. See who they put on. I think he is on him. Out of bounds. Comes in the backcourt to Draves. Draves with Noble on him now, trying to get away. Noble makes him turn a couple times. Comes across the timeline. Draves, being pressured, goes on the right wing. Looking for help there and putting it to the floor. Ooh, taking the shot no good was uh, Patterson. Rebound picked up. And we're going to have a Deckerville foul on the rebound as the ball rolled off into the hands of Perry. Yeah, that foul is going to be on Wagaster. That'll be his first personal. He just came in the lineup. And uh, Perry will be at the line. He'll be shooting one and one. Hasn't uh, played awfully, uh, an awful lot. He's only 33% for the season. He's at the line. He'll shoot one and one, I believe. Makes the first. So he draws the bonus. Only the sixth point of this quarter for Mayville. Deckerville with 22. Second free throw, and it's up and it's no good. Rebound bounces away. And we're going to have a violation, I think, and he's going to get another try. This seems to be a problem for Deckerville. If you remember last Friday night, they did this two or three times, and very easily could have cost them to get basketball games. Well, it's uh, another violation lets him shoot another free throw, and it does result in another bucket. 10-point Deckerville lead, 109 on the clock. Will they try to hold it a little bit, do you think? I think this might be a wise time as uh, 
they definitely have momentum on their side. Well, they're back in the zone, so they don't have to penetrate. Gary Kitchen, or Gary uh, Messing off court with the basketball. Plays catch with Noble. And Coach Thayer, I believe, is saying just hold the ball because we don't have to penetrate. Noble has it out at the left wing. Starts it over to Messing with 45 seconds. I would go for the last shot here. And no, Noble's going to take a three-pointer instead. It's no good. Rebound inside comes off to Patterson. Oh, it's stolen away by Palmer. He puts it up and in. Another steal by Palmer. Sixth turnover, Mayville. Here comes Graves. He's guarded one-on-one -on -one by Noble. Almost has it taken away over to Kitchen. Kitchen forces up a three-pointer. It's good. Oh, he forced back. Oh, he says two points. Official set two. 34-24. I don't know, I even know how he got that shot off, John. Didn't look very smooth, but it should it go down. Here we go with eight seconds now. Over to Roski. Roski got to do something with it with four seconds. Gary Messing takes the shot. No good. Rebound put back is good. Who got that one? Palmer. Palmer again. And the Deckerville Eagles with a great second quarter of scoring Mayville. 26-9. Have a 36-24 lead at the halfway mark. We'll be right back. Studies have shown that high school students who have family support and participate. Well, here we are back at halftime with Deckerville leading 36-24 through the halftime stat. First of all, for the Mayville Wildcats, leading the way, as always, is Matt Kitchen, as he has 11 points. He's followed up by Justin Draves with 7 points, 4 points for Seeger, and 2 points for Jesse Foray. Total of 24 points for the Mayville Wildcats, as they started out with a very strong first quarter, 15 points, and um, late in the second quarter, they chipped in with another 9. Again, a total of 24 first-half points. The Deckerville Eagles, uh, leading the way for them was Ryan Palmer. He had 12 points. He was followed by Richard Merriman with nine. Eugene Binder had eight and seven points for Nathan Roski. A 10-point first quarter for the Deckerville Eagles. They followed that up with a booming 36 points in the second quarter, and they lead 36-24 at halftime. And we'll be back after these messages. Do you believe in luck and rely on it for good things to happen? Trouble is, you just can't count on luck when you need it. You can count on a high-quality education from Davenport University for the edge you need. Davenport offers associates, bachelor's, and master's degrees in some of the highest-paying job fields like accounting, management, nursing, medical insurance billing, and computer information systems. By 2005, these jobs are expected to grow up to an amazing 120% in your hometown. Get ready. Opportunity is right around the corner, and Davenport makes it convenient. Many classes meet just once a week, or you can get your entire degree online. We can even help you maximize your transfer credits. Now that we're Davenport University, we're 22 campuses strong, including five in the Tri-City and Thumb area. Call us at 1-800-499-6150. That's 1-800-499-6150. Davenport University. Luck's great, but to make things happen, get the edge. Spring classes begin April 30th. The New Holland Boomer Compact Tractor is the ultimate power tool. TNT Equipment of Sandusky invites you in to run your hand over Boomer's sleek slope to it. Sit down and adjust the seat and steering wheel and take Boomer through unbelievably tight turns with the optional super steer front axle. But Boomer doesn't just look good, it works good too. Designed from the ground up for high performance, maneuverability, power and efficiency built right in. 
Stop into TNT Equipment of Sandusky and check out the ultimate power tool, the Boomer Compact Tractor. Stop in and see the Boomer during TNT's open house this Tuesday, March 13th from 8 until 4 p.m. At Long's Tri-County Homes in Marlette, they've got a winning lineup of rebates and giveaways this month. All American homes purchased in March qualify for cash rebates up to $1,500. Buyers of Fortune Homes will receive a free fireplace in their new home. And all lot model homes purchased this month will come with $500 in free furniture. For the best savings lineup around, come to Long's Tri-County Homes on M53 just south of Marlette or check out their website at www.longstriconyhomes.com. The Long's Homes team wishes our area teams the best in the playoffs. If you own an RV and it needs service, it's nice to know you don't have to make a long trip for parts or service. Marlette Chrysler and RV has a state-of-the-art service department that can take care of all of your repair needs. They can handle general RV repair, including appliances, plumbing and furnaces, chassis repair, engine and transmission, brakes and suspension, body repair, including fiberglass, frame damage, aluminum and upholstery, and cabinet repair. Marlette Chrysler and RV has a full line of parts and accessories, and if they don't have it, they'll order it and deliver it right to your door. If you want to redo your existing coach, the certified technicians can give your current coach a facelift by offering custom cabinets, new upholstery, or some of the newer equipment that is now available. Free insurance estimates are available, too. Call today and make an appointment to get your RV looking and running like new. See Marlette Chrysler and RV one mile south of town on top of the hill. Your solid service team, a new kind of service convenience. Well, the Wildcats really had to be frustrated there in that second quarter, John, with the explosion of the uh, defense and offense of the Deckerville Eagles. Ryan Palmer was just unbelievable the way he scrapped and fought for everything that he got. You know, he's the type of player that can come out and really think the plays up in the first quarter. Then he comes out and he has just a super second quarter. He just doesn't quit. And I think that's, that's a testament to him. He had one point in the first quarter. He ended up with 12 in the first half. And most of it was just great hustle on his part. Well, we said a lot of times that it uh, has to be a one-two punch of him and Merriman. And, and they're doing it. But they're getting uh, a lot of help from uh, people like Binder and Roski. I think if Decador is going to win this tournament, they have to get some help from Binder. He gives them a legitimate outside threat. We know what they can do inside, but if you can... Uh, combine, combine that with the outside presence of Binder and maybe uh, uh, Rocky, that's going to really help Deckerville. Fouls are beginning to mount up for the uh, Mayville Wildcats, and a real important one is uh, that Graves with three, John. Well, he has three, three fouls. They ask a lot of him. He handles the basketball. He's their main ball handler. And then what they also do is they ask him to go inside and to play defense against some of the power players of Deckerville. Uh, a pretty undaunting task, I think, for a young man. Well, uh, Kitchen has 11 points at the halfway mark, but I think that's a, a pretty good uh, half for the Deckerville Eagles defensively. If they can hold him from 9, 10, 11 for each half, I don't know if Babel has a chance really to win. Well, they're, they're going to have to get more scoring than just Kitchen. There's no doubt about that. And, uh, and I thought Graves was going to start out doing that as he had five points in the first half, but they went into a drought. And sometimes if you put all your eggs in one basket, if, you, if all you're looking to do is focus in on Kitchen offensively, you know, if you're Mayville, that makes the other players just stand around a little bit. Well, it's 36-24. The Deckerville Eagles lead at the halfway mark. We'll be back with that second half when we return on WTGB-FM. Who helps you build? 
Brighten your kitchen and make it useful with custom-made Lafada cabinets from Moore and Carter Lumber. Select from many wood choices, including oak, maple, and cherry, and lots of door styles. They even have those new door glides. See the home improvement experts at Moore and Carter. They'll be glad to go over your plans with you. For custom-made Lafada cabinets, see Moore and Carter Lumber in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. We help you build. We finish what we start, presenting 200 series skid steers from John Deere at Tri-County Equipment of Sandusky. Years in the making, designed top to bottom by John Deere, and manufactured at one of the world's most advanced facilities. The 200 series skid steers are next generation vertical lift machines with high hopes attached that they become the foundation of the construction industry for years to come. See one now at Tri-County Equipment on M46 just west of Sandusky. There's nothing as precious as a new baby. WTGV-FM 97.7 and Marion Studio of Brown City and Deerfield want to capture this special moment with an intimate session with mother and newborn or adoptive arrival. Your newborn's first portrait and session, free of charge, is a special gift that is only valid from birth through two months of age. So don't delay. Send us the information now. Include the parent's name and mailing address, the baby's name and date of birth. Mail it to Free Baby Portrait, Sanilac Broadcasting, 19 South Elk, Sandusky, Michigan, 48471. Or fax the information to us at 810-648-3242. It's Mother and Baby's First Portrait, free from WTGV-FM 97.7 and Marion Studios of Brown City and Deerfield. Marion Studio, where memories are born and then created. the uh, second half a little bit uh, quick on us as they had uh, about 15 seconds on the clock and just said let's go so both teams were on the floor and they did that and uh, we have a Deckerville foul as Messing got his third one but now another foul against Patterson goes into Palmer on the baseline and Palmer all alone puts it up at home Seeger is limping badly as he comes down the floor John and you're right uh, I think he's really not the same Seeger than he usually is. Kitchen gets away, pushes off a little bit, comes over to Patterson with the ball, back to Kitchen, looking for some help, finally gets rid of it off, frustrated to Draves, gets a pick and tries to get it back as Messing tries to stay up with him. It comes to Patterson instead inside. Patterson inside to Seeger. Seeger up off the glass is good. And Merriman gets his third foul, John. Well, that could be costly. Um, you definitely need Richard Merriman in there just because he rebounds. I don't know if he scores or not. He's so big and so strong and such a quick rebounder. But uh, you and I both noticed that Seeker is definitely, he's, he's hampered, North. That's the third foul, by the way, on Merriman. And he shakes his head, stays in the ball game. Coach uh, Binder or Thayer as uh, Seeker hits the three-point play. It's 38-27 now, 11-point Deckerville lead here in the third quarter. Here comes Kurt Messing. He has three. Over to Roski. Roski and the Palmer throws it away. Bad pass by Nathan Roski. Just threw it right into the back of, behind the backboard. And the Eagles come back with full court pressure, though. Comes to Kitchen in the backcourt. He gives it up to Graves, who will bring it across the line against Binder. Binder really forcing him to do a lot of ball handling and stuff that he doesn't like to do, I don't think, at this time. It comes to Kitchen. Kitchen penetrates off the glass, yes. 
Gibson can go inside or outside. He's very quick. He didn't get any help that time, and it's 38-29. Meitner comes back the other way, takes a little jump shot on the baseline, though. Rebound tipped away, picked up by Graves. He has a thrown away by Palmer. He picked his pocket, missed the layup, but he'll go to the free throw line as he did a great job defensively in the backcourt. We'll be back in 30 seconds. We realize farming can be a gamble, and you can't count on perfect weather from Mother Nature. But you can rely on us and Auto Owners Insurance for no-problem farm insurance protection at a very down-to-earth price. Contact us today about farm pack or select-a-pack protection from Auto Owners Insurance and take the gamble out of your insurance needs. See your Auto Owners Insurance agent, the Ball Insurance Agency, at 133 South Elk Street in Sandusky. Call 648-3033. Well, Palmer steps to the free throw line and has little trouble at all dropping him home, and he made a great steal on that uh, loose ball, took it away. Here comes in the Seeger again. Seeger, a little turnaround and move, and he scores on the inside. He's got a great move in there. He's fighting over the injury and playing pretty tough here in this second half. Here comes Kurt Messing, and he's fouled on court as uh, reaching in is Frank Buell drawing the foul. And it looked like a pretty clean steal. The official felt that he, he draped his hand across his body. That'll be the third foul on Buell, and fouls are definitely mounting up against uh, Mayville. They say four on the scoreboard, and he's going to come out of the ballgame as they have someone at the bench for him. Goes to Roski on the left wing. Roski, and we're going to have a foul inside as the Palmer trying to get loose on the baseline as the Mayville Wildcats trying to play defense. And Draves, I think, got this one, uh, John. And if that's Draves, I believe that'll be his fourth also. And that is really serious. Well, they have two players now with four fouls. And Coach uh, Kitchen has got to make a decision here. He's going to leave Draves in with four fouls. Comes to Messing. Messing has three of his own. Gets it to Palmer. Palmer dumps it to Binder. Binder trying to get away back to Palmer. We're going to have three seconds called against the Eagles. Just too many passes when they had the ball on the inside, John. Yeah, that time was a little bit more aggressive. Let's see if they uh, allow Kitchen to handle the basketball. Looks like uh, they're bringing in number 21. Well, it's uh, Dan Gettner. He hasn't played very much this year, but he's in the ball game now. It looks like uh, they're going to bring the ball down with Patterson. Merriman's on him. Over to Kitchen. He takes the outside shot. It's good. Oh, he got a shooter's bounce there. It hit the rim, bounced around, and fell through. Three-pointer, I believe, John. That's what they gave him, a three-pointer. And we're going to have a foul right away down the other end as Gepner tries to stop uh, Gary Messing, and uh, Kurt Messing, rather, and can't get away and draws the foul. Now, that'll be the first foul on Gettner. Out okay. of bounds. That'll be the 15th foul, I believe, against the uh, Mayville Wildcats. Just 5.28 on the clock here in this third quarter, and they're almost at the 1-1. One one. Comes into Merriman. Merriman looking for Palmer. Drops it inside. Palmer up off the glass, yes. They don't have anyone that can contend with him as Seeger doesn't really come over and play defense on him, but he has Palmer on him. I hope you got that. Did you get that? Yes. <laughs> I understood. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else is trying to guard Palmer, and they can't do it. They don't have the size. Comes out court, Kitchen, little jump shot. It's no good. Rebound inside. Comes off to Messing. He almost lost it. Got ahead to Merriman. Merriman on the right wing. Looks at the three-pointer. Oh, they leave him alone for some reason. He misses this time. No, Palmer gets the rebound. Up and yes. 
Farmer with an acrobatic move on the inside, put it home, 44-33 Deckerville. As cold as he was the first half, he can't miss here in the second half. Patterson complaining to the official as he gets the ball inbound. It comes to Seeger. Seeger has it knocked away by Palmer, but Palmer's going to get a reach-in foul on the baseline. Uh, he's done that three times tonight, and this time they caught him. They said that he grabbed him on the arm as he comes from behind, and that'll only be his second personal foul. 13 foul against Deckerville. 4.32 on the clock now. 11-point Deckerville lead. Mayville has the basketball. Out of bounds, underneath their own basket. Comes in to Seeger, he's all alone up and in. Oh, they worked a pretty good move on the out of bounds play, and he was all alone for the layup. Seeger having a good third quarter. Here comes Messing, up off the glass, no. Rebound, tip up, no. As Palmer tried to get that ball, couldn't get it. Patterson came away with it, down to Kitchen. Kitchen's all alone for a three, yes. Oh, there he is, you just can't leave him alone. 38 for them now, 44-38. Six-point Deckerville lead as Kitchen is getting hot. Timeout Deckerville, 4-2 o'clock on the third. We'll be right back. The staff of Stony Creek Roller Rink of Sandusky extends best wishes to all the area basketball teams in tournament competition. Stony Creek Roller Rink in Sandusky reminds you of their open skating times. There's one session on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m., two sessions on Fridays at 7.30 and 10 p.m., and three sessions on Saturdays at 2.30, 7.30, and 10 p.m., plus a Sunday session from 3 till 5. Have good, clean fun at Stony Creek Roller Rink in Sandusky, saluting all the area teams in basketball tournament action. Palmer's got, Palmer's got 20 now, and uh, Kitchen has 19. They're putting on a scoring exhibition here in the second half, but a uh, good run by the... Mabel Wildcats has them right back in the ballgame. And quickly, Coach Thayer calls a timeout to uh, regroup a little bit. Kitchen's been getting loose. They have Binder, or they've had uh, two or three different people on him. Binder has it outside for the Eagles. He pulls up and guns from outside, misses. Rebound underneath goes to three. Out of bounds, and it's going to be, yep, it'll be Mayville's ball. Palmer almost did it again as he tried to pick the pocket on the far end. Uh, he just keeps hanging around, and uh, you're right, he's Johnny in the spot. It's like he blends into the floor, you don't even see him. Seeger's really a smooth uh, ball player, and uh, it's too bad he's not 100%. He is handling things on the inside pretty well for Mayville at both ends of the floor. Kitchen comes across, he's handling the ball a little bit more in this half. Now with two players and uh, with four fouls, he's going to have to. Patterson out court, trying to get away from Gary Messing. Dumps it, throws it right into my hand. How do you like those hands, John? Boy, I still got them. Oh, I don't know about that. Mayville's going to the other end. They knew whose ball it was, and they were headed to the other end, John. Well, the official was blocked out, no doubt about it, but it was, it was last touched by Mayville. But they're getting the ball back in the break here. <laughs> All the Mayville players that started through the uh, Deckerville end. Uh, comes in, though, on the baseline to Gettner. Gettner gives it away to Kitchen. Kitchen gets a pick, gets some help from Gary Messing. Baseline shot, no. Tip up, no. Rebound knocked away, and we're going to have a foul against the Deckerville Eagles. Well, I think Roski got this one, John. Uh, I, I know you're right on that one, Norton. He goes him right across the arm, and uh, you can see a little... Uh, movement in the giddy-up right here of the Mabel Wildcats is they're jumping a little bit higher and they seem to be a little bit quicker than they did in the second quarter. Well, they can see the scoreboard. They know that they're into the ballgame. 3.09 to go here in the third. They trail only by six. At the line, 
shooting two shots and missing the first is Faree. And he steps to the line for the second one. Four team fouls against the Eagles now and misses both of them. Rebound Seeger though. Seeger brings it back outside. Dumps it over to Kitchen. Kitchen trying to get away. It's a double team. Has it knocked away by Rossi. Rossi will come back for Deckerville. Up and in. Oh, he missed the shot. Rebound fought for. Loose ball. Comes to Messing. Gary Messing, though. Rebound Palmer. Up and go. Rebound again. Palmer fighting for the loose ball. And the official says Palmer got the foul, I think, John. And they're going to give him his third, I believe. Well, that time Deckerville had three wide open shots. Maybe a little bit of uh, con contestion under there, but uh, Palmer is going to get that foul, and Mazel escapes. And <laughs> right now they're down by six, and the chance to close it even low lower than that. Now they got both Merriman and Palmer with two with three fouls each. They'll, they'll probably leave Palmer in, though. He can handle the foul situation. Across the line, Kitchen has it stolen away by Roski, and he gets the foul on the return as Roski steps in front, steals the pass, and draws the foul, John. Number three on Kitchen. Mayville has done this all night long. They break before the pass is actually there, and they're, they're allowing Dickerville to play that passing lane and do it very successfully. Here comes Gary Messing over to Binder. as Kitchen on him. Now Kitchen with three fouls. Here's Binder shooting the three. Yep. Bounced around and foul through with three-pointer. I don't know if they gave three, though. No, that was a two, North. Okay, there's a steal again. Here comes Gary Messing. Oh, he is hammered. He took it to the basket, and Alex Patterson frustrated after the steal. Uh, hammered him as he went in to the, get the layup. And uh, Coach Kitchen really doesn't know what to do. I think he's going to call another timeout. Well, that foul on uh, Patterson will be his third. And yes, no, we're going to have a timeout here. Timeout Mayville. They trail 46-38. Full timeout. We'll be right back. If there's someone who has a special place in your heart, make sure their heart is as healthy as it can be. With a referral from your doctor, get a healthy heart test at McKenzie Memorial Hospital. They'll have their cholesterol checked, their blood pressure monitored, and be advised of their individual health risks, all to guide them on the path to a healthier heart. It's a tradition. Mackenzie Memorial Hospital, a tradition of community health care. It's a tradition, that's just our way. Well, back we are, 46-38 to Deckerville, and a frustrated Coach Kitchen calls a timeout, John. Uh, I think he's just running out of uh, capable bodies. His biggest problem seems to be ball handling. And Draves uh, out of the ball game. He's going to have to bring him on to start that fourth quarter because the ball handling has just uh, struggled here in this third quarter, late in the quarter especially. 2.16 on the clock as Gary Messing steps to the free throw line, misses the first. A lot of pressure on a young sophomore coming up to the varsity for the last couple games and uh, doing a good job handling the ball, though, and playing defense as he makes the second. 
Nine points, Deckerville lead, 47-38. He puts some pressure in the backcourt on Patterson. Patterson gets away, though. Comes to the free throw line. Finally, he draws the foul. And that wasn't a good one. He let uh, Patterson just go around him, John, and drew the foul. Yeah, Patterson did a nice job as, uh, with a hesitation dribble, and at that time he had messing, Gary Messing off balance. Won't be a shooting foul. Out of bounds to Mayville, but they have uh, six on Deckerville now, so both teams are in the one and one. 17 fouls for Mayville, six for Deckerville. Patterson almost got away again, but he got the ball to Kitchen. Kitchen takes the outside shot. It's all that. Just two, though, as they said he stepped on the line. 47 to 40 now. A seven-point Deckerville lead. Binder on the right wing. Binder gets away. Looking inside. Gets it out to Kerry Messing. His little jumper is good. Gary Messing with a little runner on the inside. Puts it home. Gets his third point of this quarter. He puts some pressure on Patterson. Gets it over to Kitchen. Oh, Kitchen. Back to Patterson. Patterson on the right wing. Looking for room there. Free. He brings it to the top, though, as they try to get that ball back to their big man. Getner with the ball inside the Seeger, and Seeger lays it up and in. Well, they worked the ball real well on offense that time and found Seeger on the baseline, and he put it home. Has three fouls. Oh, there's a bumping foul by Seeger. No call. We're going to have a jump ball on the rebound, though, and the alternate possession goes to Deckerville. Well, Seeger got away with one there, John. Yeah, he certainly did, as he... Uh, knocked him off balance and then almost a foot out of stride there. Out of bounds. Kurt Messi gets it out court to Gary. Over the binder. Binder with Kitchen on him. Goes inside to Roski. We're going to have a foul as the pass came into Roski. And Alex Patterson gets another one. Yeah, Alex is playing a little bit silly right now. He has three fouls. But you, you can't muscle, especially into the basket, where the officials are watching. That's four fouls. That's their second. That's their backup point guard who now is in foul trouble. And Ross will go to the line, and um, there'll be a substitution. But that substitution is... Uh, Noble, comes Noble in. coming in for Deckerville. Kurt Messing goes out. Eighteen foul now against Mayville. 104 on the clock, 49-42. Deckerville with the seven-point lead. Make it eight as he gets it to fall through. Roski back to the line. Trying to get both these free throws. Taking his time now with 104 on the clock. And misses the second. Rebound comes off to Mayville. Palmer trying to make a steal in the backcourt. Forces him to make a couple passes. Finally, across the line comes Patterson with four fouls. Patterson trying to get away from Gary Messing. They have uh, Roski now on Kitchen. Roski with a little more height. Gets a pick, though, and Kitchen trying to get away. Can't do it. Finally goes back out court to Patterson. Patterson. Penitent Trace. Dumps it in the corner. Shot taken there by Fareed. No good. Goes to Seeker on the far side. Seeker trying to get away. Dumps it to Kitchen underneath all alone. Layup's good. Ooh, Kitchen got away. Rubbed off on a pick. And got the layup. 50-44 now. Six-point Deckerville lead. 23 seconds to go here in this quarter. In the Palmer. Palmer penetrating, taking the shot. Palmer with the rebound. No good on the shot. And they're going to call the foul on Seeker instead of the jump ball. And I don't know about that one, John. I'm not certain either. There might have been contact by Ferrari in there, but I don't know that Seeger got him. But we'll see who they call it on. Well, it is Seeger. Yeah, I, I, I questioned that one too, Lord. But 
That's Seeger's third personal foul. You have 16 seconds to go. A six-point contest. Decker with the line, a chance to increase it. 31 without three. Palmer gets the roll, too, as it hits the rim, bounces straight up in the air, and comes through. He's taking his head. Second one is all that on this one. 52-44, almost a steal in the backcourt as Noble got a piece of the ball, but Patterson picks it up. Patterson will come across the line, trying to get away. Left wing, Kitchen. Kitchen has it knocked away by Roski. Picks up a loose ball. Ahead to Roski. He'll lay it up off the backboard. Yes. Steal and a layup at the buzzer, and the Deckerville Eagles have come back to lead by 10, or at 54-44, we'll be right back. 361 days a year, McDonald's in Sandusky and Croswell is open to serve you a great breakfast, along with coffee and juice. Your friends at McDonald's would like to thank you for starting your day with them. And be sure to come back often during the day for a 99-cent double cheeseburger or McRib sandwich. Oh, yes, McDonald's big and tastiest, 99 cents all this week. McDonald's, located on M46 west of Sandusky and on M90 at Croswell, where they love to see you smile. Save all this week with these specials from Jerry's Foodland in Sandusky. It's so much flavor and oh so tender, it's Smithfield Lean Generation Pork. Get Smithfield fresh mixed assorted pork chops for just $1.79 a pound. Or get Smithfield butt portion hams 89 cents a pound at Jerry's. Also get tender cut boneless pork chops just $2.59 a pound with your Jerry's savings card. That's Jerry's Foodland, open 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. seven days a week. Well, the Eagles struggled for a while in that quarter, uh, led by 12 at the beginning and still lead by 10 with a flurry at the end, John. Yeah, that, that particular quarter may have allowed score Deckerville 20 to 18. A lot of scoring and not a great deal of defense. Merriman's back in the lineup now for the Deckerville Eagles to see what he does inside for them. Well, they have a couple with three, but Mayville's the one in real foul trouble as they bring Graves back onto the court with four fouls. Three on Seeger, three on Kitchen, and three on Buell, four on Buell. So they all have a lot of fouls as Kitchen pushes off and draws. Nope, he throws the ball up from over the three-point line and gets it to go. Boy, he pushed off, I thought, on that one. Almost got his fourth one. Left wing comes to Noble. Noble on top to Binder. Binder looks at the three, gets it into Merriman. Merriman penetrates up off the glass. Yes. Merriman inside, gets it to go. It's 56-47. And the Eagles got to match the points of the Mayville Wildcats if they want to stay with them. Because Kitchen's all alone again for three. Oh, he can't make this one, though. And Roski gets the rebound. Long rebound, and Roski got it. As uh, Kitchen, I guess you can't make them all, John. <laughs> he comes pretty close, though, doesn't he? Oh, no, he does. He is really a great, pure shooter. And his dad says he has blisters on his hands. There's a bad pass inside by Binder, stolen away. Mayville has the basketball, trailing by nine. Graves across the line to Kitchen. Kitchen gets a pick, tries to get away, and we're going to have a pushing foul. And who's he going to call it on? I think Roski, because Roski pushed the man all the way trying to get through the pick. You know, you're going to find that Kitchen has 28 points or 26 points here, and you're going to say Roski didn't do a very good job of playing de defense on him, but that's not true. Roski's really done a very nice job. He has. He's forced him to take some real tough shots. Good so, foul on Roski, North. So he has three. Merriman has three, and Palmer has three. Palmer's going to come back in now after getting a nice rest here 
in this quarter, and that's going to help him a lot. As Gray hits the free throw. 56-48. Mayville hangs right in there. They only trail by eight now. Well, both big men are in. We'll see if Seeger, uh, Seeger's still in the ballgame. Playing a game ballgame and doing a good job scoring points here as Graves hits both free throws. They missed him, and you can tell that. He comes onto the floor, and right away he takes charge at that point guard position. They're still playing man-to-man, -man. and we're going to have a foul against Kitchen. Kitchen comes over and almost takes the ball away from Binder, reached in, and now he's in real foul trouble. And, you know, that was a foul mark. You can see that he, he grabbed him right on the hand, and uh, Mazel reacted to it, but I think they're just concerned because that's his fourth foul. Well, it probably wasn't a good move when you have three fouls to make that reach. But he didn't really have good position. Finder steps to the free throw line. He'll shoot two and makes on the first. They're in the double bonus right now. 57-49, Deckerville. 6.40 on the clock here in the fourth quarter. The Eagles trying to survive this first round and get to the semifinals as he makes the second. Back to a nine-point Eagle lead. They come with some full-court pressure. Graves in the backcourt. Binder on him. Trying to force him to turn it does. It goes to Kitchen. Kitchen takes the shot. It's good. Kitchen just got a good move on the inside. He made him pay after he did that. Binder baseline up. Yes. And they didn't play defense at the other end. They're going to find they can't break basket, though. Back would come as Graves across the timeline. Over to Kitchen, he'll shoot the three-pointer. It's no good. Rebound tips up, and Merriman comes away with it. Has it knocked away. Loose ball picked up by Messing. <laughs> Messing to Messing. As Gary Messing gives it back over to Kirk. Kirk to Binder. Binder penetrates. Dumps it back out. On the baseline to Palmer. Palmer has the ball altered a little bit. Gives it to Merriman. He tries to take the shot. Seeger gets the rebound. Palmer in the backcourt. Having fits. Trying to take the ball away. But finally he gets it to Graves. Graves across the line for Mayville. Gets it to Kitchen. Kitchen gets a pick. Tries to get away. Finally back to Graves. Graves will go baseline. Blocked away by Kurt Messi. But he's going to get his fourth foul. 5.25 on the clock. Two shots coming up. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Six days a week, Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. until 7 p.m., the Jane D. Market has the choicest, freshest meat from John the Butcher. There's a complete selection of fresh produce, groceries, and beverages. Check out the delicious subs and salads that are made fresh daily. You can also order those meat and cheese trays for those special gatherings. It's the full-service market, the J&D Market in Snover. Stop in and see John and Dory today. Be sure to pick up some Brinks Brats. Who's going to give you a light-hearted grilled chicken sandwich that weighs in at around 300 calories? Dairy Queen. It's chicken the right way, chicken the light way, at participating Dairy Queen Brazier stores. A perfectly grilled, wholesome, and juicy filet of chicken, highlighted with lettuce, tomato, and a delightful reduced-calorie mayonnaise, all on a wheat bun. Chicken the light way, out of sight, day or night. We treat you right. Dairy Queen. Order your Dairy Queen meals and treats for takeout at 648-3301. The Sandusky Dairy Queen on M46 at the East City Limits. Well, Kitchen, Matt Kitchen has 28 right now. 
5.25 left in this one. I'm sure he's not done. As the Eagles ended up taking a timeout there. Graves to the free throw line and makes on the first. Roski's going to come back in before he shoots the second free throw. Gary Messing goes out. But Kurt Messing, Roski, Palmer, Merriman, and Binder, the starters, are back in for Deckerville. And it looks like they are for the Mayville Wildcats as Graves makes both free throws. 60-53, seven-point Deckerville lead. They have the basketball. Messing across the timeline, right wing to Roski. Roski looks inside, can't get it to uh, Merriman. Gets it back, though, on the wing. Dumps it over to Binder. Binder takes it inside himself, takes the little jump shot. No, Merriman rebound. Yes. Nope, they're winning out. Merriman gets the rebound again. Oh, they're going to give it to a foul on Richard Merriman. He can't believe it. Uh, he was directly under the basket on his missed shot, and Patterson came all the way from the other side. Uh, he did go up for the ball, and they're going to call a foul on Merriman. Uh, he's been a little bit frustrated here in the second half. But going to the line, where he'll be shooting one and one, will be Patterson. I don't know if Coach uh, Bayer is going to make a move here or not. He might uh, bring in uh, the big man, bring in Wolfa maybe for a little while. I think I would. Free throw is in for Patterson. Patterson only shooting about 45% for the year. That's only his first point of the night, and he's played very hard. He's been on the court the entire evening. Back for the second, and it's no good. Rebound comes off, and Palmer has it, and I think that Seeger got to reach over the back on that one, John. Uh, he most certainly did, and that's his fourth personal foul, so we have a number of players with five minutes to go uh, sitting with four fouls. And do you uh, take Behrman out for a while? I think I would take him out for a couple minutes at least. I think Coach Thayer is saying, look, you're a senior, you're a leader, get out there and just Watch what you're doing. Be smart. And he's going to leave them in with five minutes to go. Well, we'll see what happens. 60-54. Palmer at the line. Hit. 61-54. Eagles holding on to that 7, 8, 9, 10 point lead. Now it's 8 as he makes them both. The kitchen on 28 points right now. Graves coming back. Binder makes him turn and turn. Forces him to work his way down the court. That's stolen away by Binder. Binder on the run across the timeline. Dumps it underneath to Roski. Roski's double team. Gets it out to Messing. Kurt Messing takes a wild shot from out court. Tipped away by Merriman. Loose ball picked up out court by Buell. After the turnover, the Eagles can't uh, get it to go. Kitchen gets a good pick and has the move and hits the three. And it's 62-57, a five-point ball game. He is just unbelievable. Kurt Messi has it knocked away. Roski picks up the loose ball. Roski will come back. Roski inside. Pulls up. Takes the shot. No good. Rebound stolen away by Seeger. And Seeger draws the ball against Roski. We'll come back to this in a frustrated Deckerville Eagle team right now. 